the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Got a little bit of a kickback on me on a, on a on a delay, just so you'll know. So, whatever has to be done with that, if you would, I'd appreciate it. Okay, okay. Anyway, Heidi's fi- trying to figure it out. She threw her hands up at me and was like, "I'm going to get a bomb." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that happens some mornings. Anyway, good morning to you. It's a Monday. We are back in the studio. Thank gosh, I'm. Well, I was just tired of being at home. I got to, I, nothing against my wife, nothing against my dog. Just I don't like to be holed up like that, man. Drives me crazy after a while. How about you guys? It, it was driving you crazy, Iverson. You look like an outside guy. Every day and uh, shovel snow. Well, every day. But see, that's that's really not getting out. You know what I'm saying? That's not like being able to go anywhere, but. Well, Your sidewalks. Oh, oh, only one day that I didn't uh, <laughs> go riding somewhere. Oh, you did get out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got a four wheel? No. No? Just a little Nissan Rogue. Oh, do you? Yeah. So are you telling me that in Jacksonville they had the roads fairly well cleaned off? Jacksonville. <laughs> no. I thought that's where you live. In no, Miami. no, I live in it like in the Wrightsville area. Oh, okay, in the Wrightsville. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you're the opposite way that I was going. Absolutely. So you tell me then, did they do a, a decent job of county do a good job of knocking the snow off? And the sun did more so. There you go. Once the sun came out, okay, yeah. I'm with you on that. But I, I grew up around. towing cars uh, in the uh, uh, ice and snow, so it's no big deal to me. Okay, what about you, R.D.? I don't think I gotta, you, you couldn't get out of uh, down there in Greystone, could you? No, I do have a four-wheel drive. Oh, you I did. got out every day and run or got out of the house. Were you able, did, was your business open? Uh, all Every day except one day. There really? was one day when I just threw up my hands and said, hey, you know. Was it after the uh, extra eight inches that we got yeah, down there? Yeah, when the second eight <laughs> inches came. You know, uh, we had some cars that needed to took apart and dismantled, but I said, hey, you know, everybody stay home and – yeah. Fix your plumbing, bad. make some snowmen, and just be safe. Okay, so <laughs> let's head down to to uh, Ed Monk's place. How was it there? I, I stayed home I, one day. I slowly rolled to the grocery store, <laughs> got what few things they had on the shelf that I wanted, and slowly rolled back to the house. Other than that, I was hunkered down. I want to talk. I want to talk Coca Cola for a moment. Uh. What's going on with Coca-Cola? Do they get 
You get some snow and they can't deliver to Walmart and Sam's Club and and uh, Target and all these other, you know, Kroger and everybody else. You can't deliver your product. There is not, in Cabot, there is not anywhere where you can find a Coke. I think it probably speaks more to the popularity of, of, of the drink. Well, it may be popularity, but they, they never showed up. Even everybody else was getting out. They could they didn't. Drivers. The drivers didn't drivers. get out. They, Maybe they were too white. Well, yeah, I've got a story about that later today. <laughs> Have you, you not heard that? No. Oh, yeah. Coca-Cola no. is using anti-racist training that tells its employees, quote, try to be less white. Uh, okay. Does Coca-Cola own okay. an interest in suntan I have or no idea. I'm d- Look, I'm going to, let me just read the Diversity person. training. The person that made the training oh, video God. is Robin D'Angelo. Are you familiar with that name? No, I'm familiar with the D'Angelo name, but okay, specifically well, Robin, Robin D'Angelo no. tells employees to quote, now this is a training video. Yeah, okay. Can you, I want you to just for a moment, pause. And think if I came out with a training video that said, try to be less black or try to be less Asian or, oh, let me make it even worse. Try to be less oriental. You know, I'm just saying this is craziness. How how about being American? You know, you know, I, I, I lived I lived in several different states and, you know, coming from Arkansas and moving to uh, to Maryland, then to New Jersey. And what you find out is it's not so much about a person's color. It's more your culture. Yeah. You know. The way you're raised. Huh? Yeah, the way you're raised. And you, you get up there and people say, yes, no. You know, you think, okay, let's do this. Because down here we say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, yeah. no, ma'am. And so it wasn't so much about, I didn't find it to be. And, you know, I'm talking about in the 90s. Uh, when I lived up that way, and I just didn't find it. Uh, everything well, wasn't about the way, way you yeah. Yeah. story they you treating. Hold yeah. on, guys. Yeah. Listen, listen to this, all right? Oh, gosh. I'm going to move away from this in a moment so we can talk about Hendren. But the 49-minute training video by D'Angelo, author of the book White Fragility, is titled Confronting Racism. Right away, the course establishes that all white people are born racist. Right away, the course establishes that you are a racist if you're white. Quote, nothing exempts any white person from the forces of racism, says D'Angelo. When you accept the reality of your socialization, you can begin to examine how you've been shaped by it. You know, people in power always come. I'm looking up. at Ed, and he's just like, what? So, 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 forty nine minutes can replace forty nine years. I guess forty nine yeah. minutes can replace you know a couple hundred years. Well, I'd like to now. ask: Is that you said that's Coca Cola, right? Coca Cola. So, I, there's other people that are doing the so exact is a same Sprite thing. more racist than a Coke? Well, Sprite does evidently advertise towards black people more. I mean, I've. I've noticed going to the movies, they they play commercials before the movies, uh-huh. and the Sprite commercials have LeBron and others. And I'm not saying that's anything, but they saw a niche in the in the area, and they decided to. So are they prejudiced against the Coke? Mark? I have no idea because Coke is dark. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> 
It just says in the U.S. and other Western nations. What about chocolate candies? Are they is, is white chocolate prejudice over dark chocolate? Doesn't Coca Cola have commercials with white polar bears? Yeah, I know. I never thought I. You know, maybe that's, a that's good one. true. That's Are a all good polar one. bears racist? Whereas a grizzly against or a the grizzly black or black not? bear. You know, when you go down that road, so tenure <laughs> here's what we do: we take a white person, a black person, we stand them up, and we put a grizzly in a room with them that's hungry. Seems like see dark meat or white meat. Yeah, which one does it go for? Uh, what do you? And then put a polar bear in there and see which one they go for. I know which one they'll go for. They'll go for the black guy. Because he thinks he's a seal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) If this was a tenured professor at some university that that you can't get rid of, I mean, I have no idea who the Angela person is. But I'm saying this is a major company, not only a U.S. company, but a worldwide company hiring this and putting this out. So this is not some left-wing professor tenured in a university that you would expect something they're, like this from. This is a major okay, company. Trying before I go on now, all right, to be less white, the training vi- uh, video says, be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, uh, be more humble, listen, believe, Break with apathy, break with white solidarity. DeAngelis thus implies that white people are, by their very skin color, oppressive, defensive, arrogant, apathetic, and so forth. The training includes a racial resentment section. Any moment of black advancement is met with a backlash of white rage and resentment, D'Angelo claims. I think we're in a current moment of after uh, eight years of Obama. D'Angelo goes on to say that white people resent affirmative action, which she describes as a toothless program that we've practically dismantled. She says when white people say they aren't racist, she doesn't buy it. When D'Angelo hears white people say, I was taught to treat everyone to say, she said she thinks to herself, this person doesn't understand basic socialization. This person doesn't understand culture. This person is not self-aware. Well, how about you? How about you? Don't you That's come arrogant. from a culture as you well? Can, you can't say socialization, culture, and then say you're born a certain way. Yeah. You can't have them both. E- exactly. You know, that shows the ignorance yeah. of whoever this person is. See, that's just, you can't have them both. Here's what really... She's racist. Now, I'm going to tell you what. She is racist. Here's she is what really racist. pisses no, me off about this. Anything. And I'm going to use the P word here because it does. It makes me mad. Coca-Cola, get a backbone. Stand up. And yeah, talk about racism because there is racism. But let's talk about it in truthfulness and not point a finger at one group of people. Yep. That's crap. Pure crap. Maybe I won't drink Coke anymore. Maybe I'm glad they're not coming to Cabot anymore. But I, well, Cabot's I, kind of a basic white community. Maybe that's why they're not coming. I give Americans a lot of the blame for this because we put up with this. Yes, we do. And if 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 an American said all black people are followed by something negative, you'd you'd be getting called racist. All Asians are followed by something negative, you'd be right. called a racist. So here's. A program that calls itself anti-racist, but that program is saying all white people are 
followed by a bunch of negative stuff. All right. We're going to continue talking about it. Phone lines open, 8230965. I shouldn't have mentioned it until after I talked about Henry. We're not going to get there right now. We're going to be there with Coca-Cola. All right. David Lucas. Don't forget about David Lucas. He's got a brochure out for you that if you're looking to get ready for retirement, if you're wanting to consider what you should and shouldn't do, you know, do's and don'ts and whatever. He's got a brochure that will help you with that. Answer 31 very pertinent questions. And if you miss several of them, your, um, well, your retirement probably going to go off, you know, the scale. It's probably going to end up, the train's going to go off the tracks. Uh, go to uh, 501-222-3315. That's the number you call. 501 222 3315 and get a copy of this particular brochure dealing about retirement or you can get it by going to davidlucasfinancial.com all right so here's the uh the part of this that's really going to be scary for coca-cola they don't Hmm. realize it yet coca-cola by using this training video has opened itself up to a slew of lawsuits Mm. by employees who suspect they were denied promotions, bonuses, and other opportunities just due to their skin color. They can use the training as a direct evidentiary piece in their trial of racial discrimination according to lawyers. They sound racist to me. Because when... When the lawyers get in, always remember this. When a lawyer gets involved, the only person who wins is the lawyer. Is the lawyer. They are the ones that will make money out of it, always. Whether No matter what side they're on, they make money out of it. Ed's over there smirking. I'm watching. He's smirking. He says that to me all the time. <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. No, I'm just saying every time I think of lawyers, I think lawyers and cops are the same. They're all worthless until you need one. <laughs> yeah, well, you and but let me just say this much. If you go to court, you better have a lawyer. And a good one. And that's, a good all, one. that's all I'm yeah. saying. Nobody because, needs a lawyer until they need one. Yeah. And if you try to be your own legal defense, remember the famous saying that a fool has, you know, represents has, himself. himself or has himself as a client. That is a true statement. Yeah. You, you just don't know the legal system well enough to be able to, to make your way through it. It just won't happen. But sometimes whenever you're dealing with insurance companies and you are trying to settle something, you need to see what you come out with in R.D.'s opinion and see how fair they are before you share 33% with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to divide it up until I see what I'm getting first. There's some people that are a little quick to give somebody else 30 or 40% of of their money before they check and see if they're going to be fair or not. A lot of times insurance companies are fair. You, I mean, so uh, uh, you don't always have to have one if you're negotiating a deal with somebody. Yeah, in that case, if it's just a soft tissue injury, as they call it, <laughs> that's the max you're going to get, and that's it. A that's soft exactly. tissue injury. A soft tissue. See, there there we go. That's legalese, yep. folks. I <laughs> found that out. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, you're only going to get so much. If you don't have There's a limits. bone sticking through the leg or an eye hanging <laughs> yeah. out of the socket, man. Policies have limits on them. You're only going to get so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, part of your brain hanging out. <laughs> At least then you know you have a brain. Yeah. Yeah, sensitivity training, I think, you know, well, they haven't checked. Make sure that's... Sensitivity that's training. Not an empty cavity up there. They're not even... It's not even 
sensitivity training for Coca-Cola. It's brainwashing. It is, yeah, it's anti-racist by, you know, a black person that believes if you're white, you're born a racist. But then, then, then how, can you, how can you be, uh, how can you have socialization if you're born that way? Does she does socialization this, means does you, you have to learn only, that? Yeah. Does, does this person only believe that if you're white, you're socialized? She doesn't believe that if you're black or you're Asian or you're Indian that there's no socialization. She believes in inherent depravity. And I'd <laughs> like her to show her work she, on the math. What if my dad was white, but my mother was Hispanic? Am I half a racist? Am I fifty percent racist? How does that work? I don't know. Oh, you would have to bring that up. Yeah, that, there's you. some yeah. higher level. Probably math depend there. on how dark your skin yep. was. I'm just saying. Uh, well. Just watch the movie Jungle Fever. Hey, Dave, have you ever seen the movie? I'm sure you have. Band of Angels yes. with Clark Gable, yeah. Sidney Poitier, and uh, y- Yvonne DiCarlo. Yeah. We watched that the other the other night. And uh, for, Have you not seen it? I, have, I Band of Angels. have. I can't well, remember this, this, it. it well, well, well uh, was Yvonne DiCarlo, she, was, she looked white, but yes. actually her mother was a, a, a slave. And so she didn't know. Lily Munster's mother yeah. was a slave. <laughs> yeah, Lily Munster's mother. I didn't know that. And uh, her, but her dad always, you know, she always thought she was white until you know she, they had to sell the farm and she went as a slave. And uh, so it's quite interesting. That okay. is interesting. Yeah. I have to read about uh-huh. that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, go back and look at it again. Which Sydney Portier film is your favorite? Oh, uh, Sydney. Which one's? Oh man, that's a tough question there. That's a tough question. In the heat of the night, I really I like love it. in the heat of the night. They call me Mr. Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm from Philadelphia, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it will probably, Lily's in the field. I love that one. I, yeah. um, that's the one he won the Academy Award that's right. for. That had a, by the way, had a Academy Award winning song in it. Do you remember what song it was? I don't know. I bet you've sang it before. Amen. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Amen. 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 So were those nuns prejudice? I guess. Huh. Now, Bill Clinton was said to be the first, the first black, black president. president. Well, was he racist? Uh, Talk to Aunt uh, yeah, there's some I math think, here. I'm I think D'Angelo's <laughs> got the problem. Man, I missed something on that one. She is yeah, the problem. That's the, that is the that is the issue. Is that when you start doing things like this, you have, it's kind of like building building the house and you don't square your foundation. You've got to cut all the other pieces to make them fit. And this is what happens when you have all this race. This is race. Everything is because of racism. Well, you got to cut everything to make it yeah. fit. Racism. People don't even know what sex they are anymore. No, yeah, that's true. I mean, hey, I can do, do you my need sex dog on. I don't know. Yeah. I but imagine you talked about possible lawsuits. But can you lost. imagine being an employee of Coca Cola and being forced to go in and listen to this? Yeah, and how that would make yes, you I can no, believe it. I can I, believe that what you're seeing in Coca Cola is what's coming to your high school. So, 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 oh, yeah. okay. Well, what about, about well, what about this? What about this? You got sensitivity training. Now, my religious belief is that all men uh, are the same. Yep. So now you're, you make me watch this in the image of God. So now you make me watch this. You're violating my religious beliefs. And I, I'm being serious now because those are my religious beliefs. And, and if you tell me that one man is better than another or blah, 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 that whole thing, you just violated my First Amendment rights. I'm going to sue you. Uh-huh. What about that? Hey, 
this is all about all these corporations framing themselves as being sensitive and and being righteous because they're going. It's all about for Coca Cola selling more Coca Cola. That's exactly right. It's about the money. It's about framing everybody. I guess they don't think some of us, uh, the, the other group, you can't be offended. Yeah, exactly right. This is so we don't need your money than what Jesse Jackson did back in the eighties, seventies, or eighties. Yeah, it would have been the eighties, probably. Isn't that's when the Rainbow Coalition really got going and all of that? But he he used to have people show up in front of factories and stuff and start picketing them. Yep, the shakedown. The shakedown. They were all they did a bunch of shakedowns like that. All right, we're going to come back talk more. Phone lines are open eight two three zero nine six five eight two three zero nine six five. Now that doesn't mean that there's not racist people. There are racist people. But there's bigoted people on all aisles. I'm just well, telling I you. I think the biggest Aisle ones at Coca-Cola. Five bigots. What yeah, color was Kane? People out there. Obviously, Abel was a different color. All right. We'll, yeah, we'll talk that. about that here in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. Stick around. News is next, and then we'll continue here at 101. Which is sitting here and and watching uh, Fox News on the uh, on the television here in the studio. And they're talking about that that plane coming out of Denver who blew up an engine. It, it wasn't that part of it that I found interesting. It was the part where it showed the cowling of the engine, the front of the engine that covers the engine, sitting in somebody's front yard right at their front yeah. porch. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've heard stories about. That. I mean, when they're like when you're flying a lot of times and. They drop out of the rear end of the plane. They drop out, you know, the the pee and the poop uh, that's all frozen up there, and it falls to earth. And they usually do that over uninhabited areas. And sometimes they don't wait for an uninhabited area. And people have had, you know, green meteorites come through the top of their roofs and stuff like that. Just crazy kind of stuff. But... Ed's got to fly, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. <laughs> He's getting a little green around the gills right now about thinking about flying. I'm looking, By the I'm way, looking for a good therapist right now <laughs> here in the studio. Ed Monk's here along with Artie uh, Hopper and Iverson Jackson. All three are here. Paul is not here today. He sent me a note, and I think you guys may have seen it too. Yeah. He says I'm. I've been running a fever for the last two days. Only a fever. I feel good, but maybe I shouldn't come in. Did you see what I I wrote back to him? Yes. Don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> tell <laughs> him to stop running the fever and, and walk. See, I, I do good, Heidi. I just told him, <laughs> don't. <laughs> was that sensitive? Uh, that, yeah, that, that wasn't sensitive. I need to take sensitivity training. But the bottom line you is hurt his he does not need to be in here if he's running fever because that is the number one the here. number one issue that shows up when you get COVID 19 so i just told him stay home so he's staying home yeah so that, right. that's good so paul thanks back, for being hopefully. sensitive to us yeah thanks for being sensitive i would suggest <laughs> if you've been running a fever for two or three days that you go in and let them stick that q-tip up your nose or I guess that's what they still do, and and see if you got COVID nineteen or not. Just so How about just stay to yourself for a few days? For a few days, I, I mean, yeah, like I mean, ten just, days. Yeah, stay, stay to home. yourself. I mean, 
I know it's tough. You've been I don't stuck think in your house a magic all the time for the new solve yeah. all your yeah. problems. And if you if you have an old uh, VHS player, just go through your library of oh, VHS. VHS. <laughs> I do. You have, I still yes, sir. I you still do. You still up. have a VHS? I, still, I can just plug it right in. Now, do you VHS have, DVD. Now tell me it's not a beta man. No, no, oh, okay, no, 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 no. I never had one of those. Even though I, I, I think they were a better machine. I think. No, I yeah. did have one. I had one in college. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was an old one. Do you have a? Uh, do you have a laser player, uh, Artie? No. You even know what I'm talking about? No. The Blu-ray. No, no, no. Blu-ray is what we got now. Oh. No, laser player. The disc. Remember the big uh-uh. look like the big LPs. No, and you put it on there, and it would read it by I've laser. I still got some of my old eight huh. tracks, but I don't. Oh, my I got some that still stuff. Works. I still got wow, Deep Purple, and yeah, I got a lot of LPs okay. and stuff, Fireball. But. Oh, it's Fireball. You don't it's, have you don't have Machine Head. I was a Deep Purple fan way before Machine Head. Yeah, before Machine Head. Believe it or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I had them. I had their first album that had Hush yeah. on it. Yeah. But Fireball, I, I don't think, even know what you're talking about. I, I know better than to get Dave <laughs> off on right. music, but Fireball, I think, was the predecessor uh-huh. to Machine Head because they got the new singer, and they. I think it was you Machine remember? Head was, was definitely the, the biggest album. Ian? Ian Gillen. Ian Gillen. Anybody remember what he else he did besides Deep Sc- Purple? Since Scream. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? What does Ian Gillen? Come on, Ed, this one you should know. I'm not a music buff. Weber and Rice were involved in it. Jesus Christ Superstar. He played uh, Christ. Huh. Well, wow. A, I didn't know that. I'm wondering yeah. what portion of your listening audience does not know what 8-track means. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of them. I would bet there's a lot. Wow. There's a lot of them, I'm sure. An 8-track, just just be glad that you didn't have to put up with them. Yeah. Which what, one of the uh, Men in Black movies, I think it was the first one, wasn't it? Where they get in the car and he pushes in an Elvis eight track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I love that whole thing because, for instance, let's talk about Edgar Winter just for a minute. The Edgar Winter group, their all time greatest a- album they did was They Only Come Out at Night, and that's the one that had Free Ride on it and it had Frankenstein and all oh. the rest. Now here's the, te- the terrible part about eight tracks. You'd be listening to Frankenstein. And it'd get into that really cool part of Frankenstein where it's going, making all the sound effects and stuff, and then it would fade out. And then it would go click, click, and go track three, and then it would fade back up. Sometimes it seemed like you'd skip a song between tracks. No, they could never get it right that way. I always wonder, why don't you take and time the tracks out? Well, That's what we do in radio. Now, Dave, now, uh, before the eight tracks, do you still have Reel to Reel? Yes. You still, I, I figured you would. I've got, I've got shows that I did uh, when I was in the Air Force, you know, interviews that uh-huh. I put together shows uh, with music and so on. Now, yeah. I don't know how they sound. Yeah. Uh, because I've stored them fairly close to each other. Magnetic tape will, you know, uh-huh. fall. Yeah, uh, that magne- magnetism will pull stuff off the top tape, and it end up showing up on the bottom tape. Wow! As a as a ghost sound in the background. I've bought uh, a little converter online, and I'm finding old VHSs that have things on that I want to preserve and you make it digital. Yeah, I'm doing it. You now. should do it. I mean yeah. that that's because if it's on tape, it's going to go away. To fade, yeah, it's going to go away. That's the same with movies. Yeah. Uh, was a fox i think it was went into their vaults 
and you know the the those silver acetate yes. uh, stuff that they had that they have the movies on 35 millimeters they had all melted wow and even if the tape's good, they don't make VHS players anymore. So yeah, even if you have tapes that are still yeah. good, you'd have no. Once the VHS player you have goes bad, you can't play them. Yeah. So you guys ready for some warm weather? It's going to get sixty degrees today. Yay! Sounds good. You'll be able to handle that. Yay! Well, I'm with you. I'm mud now. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I haven't been able to really do much my workouts because I all my weight equipment is in my garage. Garage. And uh, when it's 35 degrees, that metal, I don't know what its temperature is for your bars. Oh, yeah. But it's hey, cold. You put on gloves. I did put gloves. I put I put gloves on, and then I put my weightlifting gloves over my gloves. And it still gets through your fingers and makes the joints start hurting on your fingers. Tell you what, a friend of mine sent me a, a, a picture of a little bird uh, that got stuck to the bird feeder. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, the little feet, they went out and get them loose. Had to loose. go defrost yeah, them off. Yeah, had to go defrost them off. <laughs> I don't know if it survived that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know be I, tough. I'm going to, over the weekend, there was a robin. <laughs> Bluebirds are like the thugs of the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Okay, they're very, very territorial. And two blue jays were just whooping it up on this robin in my backyard. Wow. And... Um, my wife got totally irritated by it. And so she goes outside. She hadn't been outside all week, put on her shoes, went outside, shooed the two bluebirds away, and took a, a wash rag and, and picked up the robin. And uh, we looked, I don't know, female or male, and uh, maybe it doesn't matter anymore, uh, whatever <laughs> identifies itself as. And uh, we we took it and uh, let it put it out the front door, and uh, it flew away. So it was okay. But I'm going to tell you what those blue jays, man, they were getting at it. Wow! You know, they they were hanging out by the bush that I got in my backyard. It's oh. got the red berries on it, and those birds eat those red berries, oh. and they weren't sharing. Oh. <laughs> All blue jays are racist. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're sure territorial. They're against the, uh, the, the uh, was it the uh, with robins? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yes, those, those robins. Have you noticed how many robins have been around? Yeah, a bunch. There's been and a bunch they're of fat. Them. And they got should, you they can't got can here use too the word early fat anymore. They got here too early. They did. You know, they're Damn. liking it today because yeah. all the snow is melting, so the ground is really soggy, and the worms are coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were having a buffet on my front lawn. You know what else they, they, they love? You see all those birds in the street, they like the salt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They like the salt, too. You're into that. Ooh. Kind of the animals like that stuff that yeah. we spread out on the streets. We don't do much of that, do we, as far as uh, salt here in this mm-hmm. area? I thought we Well, used... they put a lot of sand yeah, they use uh, sand and they use what is it? Some carbonate, some carbonate. It's a well. I know chemical. we we used uh, this guy was going to check on the church and uh, couldn't get in the driveway. Actually, got stuck. But there was a guy, <laughs> a guy in a, in that a, happened to a lot yeah, of people. A guy right behind me in a big truck, and he hooked up to me. Just pulled me, just pulled me back out of the driveway. So yeah. we go on down. I go into the Valero to get some gas. He goes over to the Dollar General. And he gets stuck. <laughs> so I went over help him. And we use uh, some shovels and cat litter. That's it. That'll work. Cat litter. You should carry like a twenty-pound bag of cat litter you. with you up north. I think it's better a than, than it's ice. In your I mean, trunk. salt. 
Yeah. That cat litter. Yeah, you need a little small shovel. Uh-huh. You can get a small spade. Don't cost you a whole lot of money and, and keep that. See, that's something we don't do here because we typically don't need it. We, right. We have emergency boxes up north. You put a bo- You put a little thing of peanut butter. You put a blanket in there. You put a candle in there, matches and things of that nature. You'd be surprised at how much heat a, a candle, candle yeah. will put out. Yeah. If you light it, put it in your car. Now, don't stick it under the dash or something. <laughs> all right? But you put it on the sh- in the middle of between your seats or something and let it... it Within uh, an hour, it'll warm the, the car up enough. But you should have to you crack the window just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you should always. Let create a, a, the chimney effect there. Let a little fresh, fresh air, air in, too. In there. But at least you won't be shivering, typically. And that peanut butter, peanut butter is good to eat, and it's a, it's a lifesaver many times. I have a lot of those hot hand products in my vehicle just yeah, in case good I, to have I too. run off the road or get in a wreck or stop in the, when it's cold. But when your kids are young, you just keep peanut butter crackers in, in, yeah. the, in the glove compartment anyway. So and when they get out of school, I'm can, hungry. Yeah, always remember if you're carrying water, that if it's in your trunk, it it's, will freeze. It's going to freeze. You know, you might want to keep it in the car somewhere, you know, a few bottles of it. Then you're going to say, but it's going to be it's going to be warm. Well, just open your door and stick it down in the snow drift that you're stuck in, and it'll cool off real fast. It won't be tough. Tough. Have you yeah. noticed that the plastic bottles that water come in are getting thinner and oh, thinner? Oh, yes. Yeah, like they just collapse. Yeah, and they crunch, crunch. and crackle while you're drinking them. It's kind of kind of weird. Depends on which yeah. brand you buy. If you if you buy the store brand, yeah. it's going to fold on you about halfway through. You know, I use the big store brand. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest. I have a hard time spending money on water as it is, you know, uh, I'm already spending money for water at my house. But I will say this. I take the water out of my refrigerator because it goes through a filter there inside my my refrigerator. Because I don't know. You tell me. Does your water taste real chemically? Strong chemicals in it? I'm not a big water drinker. If I drink water, it's usually in tea or Kool-Aid or something like that. My doctor tell you, well, you ain't drinking water. And I looked at her one day and said, well, what do you? What it, what is that stuff that's in there? Is, oh. it, is it fake water? Yeah, I got into an argument about that with her. Well, there's water in bourbon, isn't it? I'm drink, yeah, that's right. There is water in bourbon, you know, whatever. Anyway. That's bourbon and bourbon, too. Just want everybody to think about that. Okay. Don't forget about St. Clarity Residential uh, Cleaning. We still have those uh, uh, certificates for you where you can save 50%. Did you buy yours finally? No. Well, call today. All right. All right. 1500 up to 1500 square foot typically that's a 200 dollars job for st clarity uh only a hundred dollars if you buy the certificate through 1011 fm the answer uh the same thing on a big house 2500 square foot it's uh, 200 dollars, but it's only uh, 300 dollars. pardon me and it's only 150 if you buy the uh, certificate from us here at 1011 now how do you get a certificate you call 404 6560 404 6560 do it after nine o'clock during regular business hours nine to five talk to chuck and chuck will help you out with it and you can have it um i've still got to buy another one my wife likes these people so we're going to have them back on we're going to have uh have another certificate uh for them to come out and clean the house again here in in about three weeks Uh, a really in-depth 
uh, deep cleaning. It's going to last you four, six weeks. All right. They do a really good job. That is at St. Clarity, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. They thank you for calling them. I talked to uh, Kristen last night, or I, I texted her, direct messaged her, and uh, she said to me that a lot of you have called. She's enjoyed your con- their conversations, and she her business is growing, and that's fantastic. I'm that's that's my business, growing your business. That's what I do. Ten minutes uh, to seven. We got more going on with the power panel. I promise me, I promise you, not me. I promise you that we will talk about Hendren leaving the Republican Party before the day is out here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. We're back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show and 101.1 FM, The Answer. And evidently, we've got a caller on the air. And Willie is with us. Is that who it is? Okay. All right, Willie, what's, uh, what do you got on your mind? Uh, I guess the Cardinals are around, Dave. But I guess the Cubs are still hibernating. No, they're not. The yes, Cubs, they are. Cubs, Cubs are down there in Arizona. We shall see, Dave. Okay, that's fine. He wants to talk baseball right now. Baseball is uh, catchers and pitchers, I believe, have already shown up at uh, the respective spring training sites. Uh, position players probably this week will be. Are getting they in. predicting a hundred and sixty-two game season? Wow! And they're talking about fans being left back into the uh, the the stands again. Yeah. Not, not just the cardboard ones. No, not the cardboard ones. <laughs> I, I think some of the best ads I've seen are the ones that. The cardboard fan is walking around, you know, it's the two-dimensional figure moving about. He goes back to his to his uh, his house where the person who's really the person that they had the cardboard figure made out of, uh, he shows at the door. It's a Bud Light commercial or a Miller Light commercial. It's a funny commercial. It's good stuff. And I, I think Aaron Rodgers did some, did one like that, too. Where they had him, where he was flat, looked like like a steamroller rolled over top of him and flattened him out. Used to do that in movies, yeah. if you remember. It was a, one of the, the comedies that they used to do that. Now, see, Willie, I gotta I gotta say this about it. I'm glad that he brought that up because, doggone it, baseball is just right right around the corner again. <laughs> I love baseball. I haven't played it yet. I will play it this week, and I'll be playing Who's on First by Abbott and Costello. <laughs> All right. And that is a, a yearly thing really? that I do, yes. Tips to start your season. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Abbott. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Put me in coach. I like that song. Yeah, that's a great, a great Was song. Was that a song? John Fogarty. Yeah, John Fogarty. Oh, okay. CCR, yeah. Yeah, it used to be with CCR. That was one of the songs that he did that was very popular when he was a solo artist. That's great, too. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah, absolutely. He's apparently a baseball fan, too. Yep. Yeah, that's what I hear. He's from Louisiana, I found out. So what what team is he So, so for do, do all the baseball players have to have equal time? I uh, don't don't take me all there. All the pictures they equal all get paid the same. All get paid, all get paid the same. The same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me we let me on. let me ask you a question. Well, I know <laughs> I know this just to, just to sit on the bench now. If I'm not mistaken, the minimum is a million dollars. Wow! If you didn't get into don't put any me in, game, coach. <laughs> if you didn't get into any game at all, you'd still be paid a million dollars. 
They got good negotiators. Well, that's a players association. Uh, yeah. They, they've, they've done a fairly decent job. Probably better for them than the NFL Players Association yeah. has done for their players, but still pretty good. Pretty good indeed. I'm no, looking, I'm looking at you, Henry, you're yeah. just sitting there with this blank stare on your face. I'm just thinking there's a lot of bench sitters out there thinking, man, I could take a million dollars for you this. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you can't be a bench sitter now and get into the major leagues the off problem, of being a, bench, a professional bench sitter. The, the problem is, is for the people that's not worth a million dollars, that's just like a minimum wage. Oh, that's what You have it a $15 is. an hour minimum wage, and you got a high school student that used to well, carry out groceries for his first job. Well, he doesn't get his first job because yeah. he's not worth $15, he's not worth $15 an, hour. an hour. So, so he's so, 20 some so years old and you, never worked well, before. Let me, let me, yeah. let's, let's clarify this that you don't get to sit on the bench in the major leagues unless you're pretty doggone good. And if they do need you, they can send you in. But in comparison to your peers, if you're warming the bench, yeah. you're not a starter. Yeah, you're pretty good for around this table. You know, you, it uh, might make you think twice about bringing somebody up from the minors, though. It's it like, does. You know what? That is I true. Mean, you, you better you, believe you, it you does. Those guys down in the minors, you go, man, if we want, I'm not sure I'm going to pay that guy a million yeah, bucks. Yeah, they'll probably give cut him a their chance. roster, too. To See, give that, him a chance. That's why I like to go over to Memphis or go to Oklahoma City because they mm-hmm. have AAA baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what's great about AAA baseball, it's like watching Major League Baseball because there's a lot of guys that are sitting in AAA that can't get up. To the big show because, well, let's let's say your third baseman is Aaron Dondo. All right, you're going to have that with the St. Louis Cardinals this year. There's a guy down there who can play third base really, 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 really well. But he's not. But they're Aaron paying Dondo. Aaron Dondo x amount of millions of dollars, and even if he's having a bad year, they ain't bringing you up. Wow. You know they're going to get their money's worth. That is just the way the business runs. All right, we got news coming up. Let's do that, and then we'll come back. And we still got one more hour for you on the morning show. Ed Monk is here from uh, Last Resort Firearms Training. We've got R.D. Hopper here from Sonny's Auto, and uh, Iverson Jackson is here. And the name of your church again, Iverson? Zoe Bible Church. Zoe Bible Church. When we come back, we'll find out why it's called Zoe. Yes. We'll do that here on the Dave Ellswick Show. to the second hour here on a monday kind of nice to drive into work today and the roads were nice and dry and little little wet spots but it was over freezing so you didn't have to worry about ice and all of that that made it uh, a pleasant at least for me it was a pleasant drive in and i came in at uh you know going on five o'clock you know i left my house at about four thirty-five, making my way here 
<laughs> I woke up this morning. I didn't want to get up because when I'm doing when I'm doing my show at the house, I don't have to get up to five o'clock. Huh. Today I got up an hour earlier, and and my body was saying, "Dave, what, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you doing here? You know, stop it, stop it." Uh. Yeah, but I I got up. I got here on time. I'll let you know. Typically, Heidi beats me here every day. Wow. I walked in. And there weren't a light on in this station. <laughs> she she was, uh, for her, she was late. I mean, wow. you know, she usually gets here. I What time are you, about 10 after 5? Is that about time you get here? Yeah. Okay, so I usually get here about 20 after 5, 25 after 5 is when I roll yeah, what, in. What, what is the basement entrance? Okay, it's the road that y- you get on uh, from the building that will take you down to Markham. Okay. Okay. Not university. The yeah. other building. Okay. Yeah. If you go down that road before you get past the tower, uh-huh. there are some gates there, and that's a parking deck underneath. Wow. And uh, they left a gate up for us today because the the building was locked up uh, over the weekend because the, yeah. the parking lot was all yes. snowed in, and so. Uh, uh, you could go down there. The snow's not there. You come in through the bottom. I call it the basement, and but it's it's really a nice place. If you pay extra money, <laughs> you can park down there and come in. If you pay extra, yeah. R D and I had to make the rounds to yeah, find a to way find in. Which door. That, Ed evidently won the lottery today because he picked the the first door the he door picked. Oh, really? Yeah. And he used the force. They used, used the, the force. force. Okay, and opened opened up. Yeah, I, I, in fact, I texted uh, Heidi this morning. I said, hey, are the doors to the building open today or do I got to go through the basement? And she wrote back and said, probably should go to the basement because I don't know about if they've unlocked the doors yet. Wow. Up in the building. And evidently they had unlocked one. Uh, but I went in through the basement. That's where I'm parked this morning. So that's why you didn't see my car huh. upstairs. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't there. But yeah. And I came in. In fact, when I go and I know I got to go in there, I even change the way I drive in here. I usually come up here to Father Tribu Drive mm-hmm. and hang a left on it. Uh, today, I took a, the left right there by the uh, mall. Oh, Park and Plaza. Went, and went that yeah. road between the yeah. mall and the, yeah. and the place there. So that's what I did. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Last hour, if you missed it, go back and listen to the podcast on, uh, you know, 101fmtheanswer.com or on my Facebook page, uh, Dave Ellswick Show, and you can listen to us talk about Coca-Cola and their new training, how to be <laughs> anti-racist, try not to be white. That's, that's what they tell them. Try not to be, try not to be white. So uh, anyway, and, and the lady who did this, uh, program uh, said in an interview that uh, all white pe- people are born racist. All white people are born racist. Hmm. It's just amazing how but things... Her 49 vid- minute video is going to solve that problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my worries are that as companies do this, what it's going to happen is that your middle schooler... Mm-hmm is going to sit down in class and watch something like this. Yes. Or so you're poisoning maybe, the next maybe, generation. Yeah, maybe even your elementary yep. school students. Because the younger you can get them, 
the better it is. That's why I say that the church here in America, I don't care if you're the littlest church, you know, get with another church. Mm-hmm. You know, get a bunch of you together and start your own school. Yeah. Amen. Don't don't let the federal government brainwash your children. We are willingly allowing that to happen. Dave, I think you, and, you nailed it. Uh, and I think we'll see this in our society as we continue I sure hope forward. So. Well, that there's if gonna the be government allows it, well, they're already starting to buck against homeschooling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, you're, you're right. We're going to see two Americas, those that go to most public schools. I won't say all because there are some, some good ones. Mm-hmm. And then those that are, are homeschooled or, you know, in parochial schools or different type private schools. You know, so we'll see I got to tell you, Iverson, I used to say that there were some good public schools. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point where I don't believe it <laughs> exists anymore because they're all teaching this crazy crap now all of them are they're forced to yeah because hey. they take government money yeah, if you take the money you you're on you're on the hook but that's, you don't that's teach yeah. teenagers that say hey i'm independent i tell you when anyone is independent is when they're financially independent you're right this state is is married to the federal government if they try to come to take our guns or if they come to our churches to tell us that that we have to get our sermons approved to make sure that they pass the sensitivity you training process. Meet. Yeah, you can't meet because you know there's a the bug going around. Because so uh, you know we've got to cut the strings to where we're not as dependent on the federal government. We need to be more like Texas, but we're not going to be more like Texas until we reduce our tax base. Well, Texas is not like and, Texas and, anymore. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and be less dependent on the federal government. Even Texas doesn't yeah. recognize Texas anymore. Yeah, I saw this when I taught school up in Kentucky for three years. I taught in a school that the parents that lived in that district were fa- fairly conservative. Uh-huh. It was in northwest of northeast of Louisville, and that's where everybody went so they, they kids wouldn't have to go to school in Louisville. So the parents were by and far fairly conservative. It's because of white supremacy. Yes, uh, but what I saw with a lot of parents was their sadness and frustration in that their kids were coming up much more liberal than them because of partly the school, but then also social media, the media, mm-hmm. every singer, every actor that they like, every TV station they watch, every radio station they listen to, everything was was pushing socialism. And then the school is just a small part of that. It just reinforces Everything else their kid is playing with on their phone all day long, and the parents were frustrated. By the time their kids get 16, 17, 18, there's nothing they can do. They they have now put out in the world another person that's going to vote. a brown liberal. shirt. Yes. 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 Yeah. I know, I know you know, people cringe when I say that, but it's what they're doing. Yes. And, and I've had them be in honest, class. It's what they're doing. And they are absolutely positive that they're right, but they can't explain why. And when I talk to pastors about this, they don't want to talk about no. it. Why? No. Why do you They're believe? The, do you believe the truth or don't you? They don't. They they may know it, but they are afraid. And and that comes Lose down to yes, it comes down to who you're working for. Are you working for that congregation, or are you working for the Lord? You know, wow. the congregation they may pay you, but I mean, you still have to answer to the boss. And then some religions are, don't 
pastors and some religions get pressure from the hierarchy of that religion oh, yeah. of course. and limit what they can say yeah, of course some of the presbyterian you know you know the presbyterians and methodists and yeah. things of that nature but there it comes to you know uh if that's in your heart if you're if you, again who do you work for if you say if you're saying that uh the lord called you you know he did then that's who you answer to you may just have to say i, I can't stay with this denomination any longer and i'll just start in my living room or, you know, go rent a room somewhere, or meet under Gosh, shade that's tree. where churches started. There you go. I, I think I, I churches, in houses, man. I don't find churches are a potential, I think, churches that in the Bible. probably couldn't bring our They're country back, but can yeah. delay there you go. The, the degrading of our country the if the churches would come out of the shadows and come out of sleep and, and get active. Yeah, well, they've got to wake up, I'm just saying. And, I think and, that is the problem with America, Dave, is, is our churches. You know, I mean, that's what we've always been somewhat led by maybe I I, I opened another door here it's the people people in the churches that so much problem too many people go along to get along they might go to church on sunday but they're not going to be at the school board saying hey you know you're not going to teach our children that they're animals they won't be at the school board to saying well if you're going to teach evolution you're going to teach creation right because a lot of the parents believe because you know the there you go well the school's a daycare center, and, and as oh, long as you that as long, is a big as problem. long as you keep our kids there, and, and uh, we can all both go to work, and you can keep our kids, and we can pick them up when we get off work. It's, but if you read the Bible, it's a father's responsibility to teach the children. Yes, the, the responsibility starts at the father, and and then the the mother. But they ought to be they have to be in tune with what their children are being taught. It's their responsibility. It's not even the church's responsibility. It's a parent's yes. responsibility. Well, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. the church is supposed to back up what you've been teaching your child at home. Exactly. The problem is, a lot of parents aren't teaching because they're not, uh, you know, they're not saved. They don't. They're spiritually in many cases blind, mm-hmm. and so they can't. The church at that point does try to to fill that gap. But that's a tough gap to fill. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not uh, what they're supposed to be filling. You know, yeah. if you're if you're not being challenged uh, by what you hear on Sundays, Wednesday night, whatever your your service is, then uh, you, that's that's a real issue. That's a, you're going to have a problem. There's, you know, there's some things we should that, be counter the culture. Like you said, it. there's some things that should make a Christian uh, upset. I'll say upset. Because, you know, if they're teaching your children that they're animals in school and they're no different than, than a squirrel, so why are you sending your kids there? Then why are you sending your kids there? And why aren't you upset about what they're training them at school? And if you don't know what they're teaching them in school, then you're as bad off as, as anybody else. And they don't have school books to bring home anymore. They are setting it up to indoctrinate your children where you don't know what they're being taught. Well, I tell you what, yeah. that's what that 1619 project does. All right. We're going to be back. We're going to talk further about this in just a moment here on the dave ellswick show that wasn't on not on my list but that's okay i, I happened to mention it you called we, an audible at the yeah, i did I, I did call an audible that's exactly what happened i threw the two white here on in the there. yeah on the on the dave ellswick show hey don't forget about pi roofing hey they can get up on your roof in many instances now a lot of our homes now the roof is dry uh, if you noticed any discoloration on your ceilings or hanging in your home, you probably got a leak. You need them to come out and find out where it's at. Uh, if you if you look up on your roof 
and it looks a little wavy, you probably got some uh, wood that's getting bad. They they can get up there and walk on your on your roof, and they can feel it. It feels mushy. All right, I've gotten up with some of their people before, and and they've showed me what they're talking about about that mushy feel. And that stuff needs to be replaced. If it's not, uh, you're it's just the damage is just waiting to happen. So uh, call the PI roofing folks, the professionals, Joel Johnson, Veronica, the owners. They'll do a good job for you. Good Christian folks, they really really are been around now for a couple decades and they are your roof leak detectives if uh, you'll give them a call at 707-3551 707-3551 they'll help you out they'll work it all out if there's something bad with your uh, insurance company they'll follow all the covid19 uh, things they need to follow keep you safe keep them safe and they'll keep you safe from the elements outside being and showing up in your home that can be done by PI Roofing, PI Roofing, 707-3551, piroofing.com. All right, we're continuing on here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 24 minutes uh, after 7. Good to have you along. We've been talking about a sore spot, at least for me, <laughs> all right? This is a sore spot for me because the church, when our country was young, was where all the schooling was done. Mm-hmm. That's where it wasn't until... Well, what's the what's the guy's name that got uh, public schools going? I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Yeah, sixteen forty seven. Yeah, he knows. He's known as the father of mm-hmm. uh, basically modern yep. education. Okay. Uh, I, and when you put modern with the church, you usually run into problems. <laughs> I'm just telling you. A lot of time, I'm not talking about putting a computer in the office. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about uh, philosophy and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Most of the problems we got in the church today came from Germany. Yeah. And, you know, critical and, and thinking at, at, at their part. As though higher that, criticism. Is, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's what they call it, high, higher criticism. Yeah. And that's where, uh, you know, the challenge, all of the uh, basic beliefs, you know, that uh, was Adam and Eve, actually the real first person. All the basic things. Did they things, really exist? Did he really exist? You know, were there six actual days of creation? Yeah. So, and, you know, you can ask those questions, but uh, what's your reference point? Well, it's back to the Bible. Well, what does the Bible say? Six days of creation yeah. and on and on. So, other than that, and then you, the you, Bible clears that up for us. Absolutely, and, you know, six, you know, evening in the morning could be like a thousand. Well, yeah. but even the Bible itself mm-hmm. says, yeah, Peter uh, says yeah. that, yeah. So, and then, and that's and that's speaking more to the eternal nature yeah, of God. But, yes, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God knows what a day is, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so, but anyway, anyway, we we have to teach both in our schools if there's anybody out there listening Did you put it, that resolution you no know, yeah, you, you have to teach it if it's a public school right if it's there a church a, that starts that school they don't have to teach right. it right exactly so uh <laughs> there was a resolution that came through the republican party of arkansas last year the resolution mm-hmm. says that if a and public school takes state funds that they're going to have to teach creation along with evolution and give them an equal amount of time so that passed the republican uh committee and uh and now, it is let, a resolution so now, a, it, now it's time party. to pass a bill yeah that's the republican yes. party now the bill has to be exactly. drafted exactly and has to be go through committees and then the education committee and then go to the the floor 
and be voted on mm-hmm. by those same Republicans <laughs> and say yay to it yeah. in the House and the Senate, and then the Republican governor has to sign it. And if that happens, then it will happen. If it doesn't, it won't happen. Yeah. Is that simple? So, uh, so uh, we're going to have to get busy and get behind it. Yeah. Because it's not going to happen. It doesn't have someone so, behind uh, pushing it. So, see how somebody's going to have to push it. So, we put it out there and, yeah, and you we'll did see a what happens. Yeah, you did a good job happened. on that. And, and, yep. and, and, and we're, we're going to have to get behind it and see that happen. It doesn't happen unless somebody does it. Unless somebody does it. But. Hey, wait, you wait, know their establishment that. Let me show you. Say that again. It doesn't happen it unless unless people get behind and somebody does it. That's <laughs> and exactly you did right. it. Yeah. Well, all I, I I got the I got the little <laughs> bitty snowball rolling, but there's a lot more work to, that needs to be done. So it's got to be drafted into a bill, and then it has to be presented in a committee, and we know how it works. So. Yeah. All we did is just get the ball started a little bit. It was Lone Oak County that presented it. So, uh, but hey, uh, there's work to be done. We've got to take our schools back. And this country was built on godly principles. And, uh, you know, Coca-Cola doesn't have to worry about coming up with what's right and what's wrong. The Bible tells us what's right and what's wrong. We get back to the Bible, then we're not messed up on anything. On anything. Yeah, everything's right. Here's the problem, though, all right? You've got things like what's going on in athletics where boys who say they're girls get to be in girls' sports, and that happened here in the well, state of minute. Arkansas hold and anyplace else. Uh, Dave, uh, you say boys and girls, but what about the science? You know, the folks, the same folks that are saying... Federal government don't care about science. Well, you know, apparently they do, because, you know, that one group says that, you know, the Republicans, we don't we don't care about science, and then they say that a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. Isn't that science, or at least biology? It is for sure. Yeah. You know, well, so. I don't disagree with that at all. But what I'm saying, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that when the federal government speaks and you're taking 10 percent, basically, 8 to 10 percent of your money for your school system from the federal government, you're taking 90 percent of your rules yeah. from the <laughs> federal government for that 8 to 10 percent of your money for your budget. Hey, I can see. Hey, you want to see a powerful? Do it their way, and if we you, have allowed that to happen. Yes, we, we have. are to blame for that. If if my school system announced that, hey, we have a half million dollar grant from the federal <laughs> government for something in our school, I believe ninety nine point something percent of the adults in my district would say that is great. Instead of saying, show me. Well, we have the part do. in the Constitution that authorizes the federal government to pay for local schools, and you know. You're exactly right, and you know that Donald Trump talked about the swamp in uh, in Washington. There's plenty of swamp in Arkansas. If you yeah. want to see a lobby, you see what the the education lobby is in the state of Arkansas. The education lobby with all the teachers unions and associations. You get Walmart involved and get Fayetteville involved up there at the college, and you start talking about stuff like this, and you'll see that uh, these lobbyists are. Thick. All right, had to wrap you up there. We got Rush coming up. All right, Rush is coming up, and uh, he'll be talking about one of the issues that he's he's had talked about for many and many years here on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know, when you start talking about I want to sell my home, uh, you start thinking about oh, I got to show my house, and I got to I got to set it up so it looks beautiful, and and all of that. How if I 
told you a way of doing it, selling your house without doing any of that. Because there is a way of doing that, and and that's with uh, Dustin Turner. He can do this for you. He can buy your home. Uh, you know, people own homes and they want to get you know move up, move down, you know, or move away, whatever. Now Dustin can really help you out as far as that is concerned. Uh, no more open houses. No more showing your home. Just call Dustin Turner. And he'll give you a competitive cash offer on the spot and uh, save you the trouble of selling your home the old-fashioned way. Do it his way. Dustin Turner with the home team brokered by EXP Realty can give you an instant cash offer without any of the large hidden fees. Keep that in mind as well. Here is the number to call, 501-952-2969. 501-952-2969, or just go online, hometeamsoldit.com. That's hometeamsoldit.com, and then you can start packing, and uh, Dustin to come out and make a you know nice uh, little cash uh, suggestion to you. You decide whether you want to take it or not. All right, want to get into, want to change the subject again. And uh, Iverson, I'm going to have you back on in the near future. And, and, and let's just talk about that the church is really, I'm just saying, you're missing out mm-hmm. on a very big opportunity. Why would we allow the government to teach our children from the age of three years old mm-hmm. up when the church can do it? I, I rest my case. I, le- I leave it right there. Nothing <laughs> against all of you who are teachers. I think there's a lot of you that are teachers right now that if churches started opening schools, you would flock to them to be, be able to teach there. So uh, anyway, just just my personal feeling. From, from my limited experience teaching public high school for four years, if you bring up church schools or vouchers for freedom to send your kid wherever you want to the teachers go absolutely crazy the idea of competition that i don't have to be better than others or or a certain standard that if you live in this geographical district you have to send it to us no no matter how good bad or average we are they go absolutely crazy because they see every time a kid leaves to go to a church or takes their voucher somewhere, they lose money. As I like to say, they go back guano. <laughs> That's what they do. Yep. It's but true. Th- they won't say that. They'll always couch it in. No one can do it as well as us. We're professional. Uh, the, the Just the having socialization and the sports and everything of public schools no one can do it better than us but what they really mean is we don't want competitions and we don't want the money going somewhere else well you can have a church school and and have a very uh good uh football team ask shiloh christian i mean ask uh, what's the one right here in little rock uh just uh, down on cantrell is that cantrell yeah it's over Uh, on henson i think it is it's where it's it's episcopal yeah Uh, is it episcopal one of them I mean, they're they're like three uh, A. I don't know if they moved to four A or not because they uh, the athletic association thought that they need to go to four A because they were just dominating three A. Uh-huh. Uh, and bottom line is uh, that uh, they're just blowing everybody up when they play them. They play five A schools and blow them up. That's the way it is. They uh-huh. never punt. 
They never punt. Just letting you know. Don't even practice punting. Yeah, we're starting to see that in uh, some in in uh, uh, college now, and we're starting to see it in pro sports too. Go for it on fourth down all the time. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on and uh, talk about Jim Hendren. Jim Hendren was the head of the Arkansas State Senate. Was it for two general sessions or three? I think it was two. If two? I remember okay, correctly. for two. And uh, I've always said, because I've had him on my show before, that he he speaks with forked tongue. All right? I don't know. If, am I supposed to say that anymore? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he did. Uh, he, he, he speaks out of both sides of his mouth. That's the best way to put it. Uh, he'll tell you this, and then he'll do that or he'll do that and tell you he's doing this uh, bottom line is is that uh, he has said that he's a republican and he's not I, I thought it was interesting on cnn the other day i i happened to watch the <coughs> uh, pardon me watch the uh, video not of hendron but of uh, uh the governor mm-hmm. and they asked him about his uh, son-in-law which is jim hendron the nephew his nephew, pardon yep. me, I forget how they're all related. Yep. And uh, and he said, well, you know, I respect him for his opinion, all that. Nice, nice. Okay, if you're going to say something, say something nice. My mama used to say that a lot of times. And But sometimes you got to say, you got to call, you, you got to say the it. truth. Yeah. And the truth is, uh, you know, as, as Janelle said, uh, the chairperson of the Republican Party, uh, she was talking about Jim Hendren, and let me read what she had to say. I just got to go to – well, I don't have it. Seth Seth sent it to me. I got rid of it. Uh, basically what she said, isn't it interesting that now he says he's not a Republican, he don't believe like this, when in the last election just three months uh-huh. back, uh, the, uh, the Republican Party of Arkansas gave him – quite a bit of money to help him in his campaign, uh, did a mailer for him, and he was more than happy to in, in, you know, wrap himself in uh, Republican jargon uh, called the platform. Yep. And uh, and now he says he didn't believe any of it. Now, by the way, Janelle will be on with me on Wednesday at 6 a.m., just so you'll know. Uh, and we'll talk about this specifically. Because he says he's not a Republican anymore. He's an independent. He's got a he's starting a brand new party called Common Ground. Bull Moose. Yeah. The Bull Moose Party. Yeah, he thinks, huh? <laughs> Common Ground. That's Common what ground. it's called. Common Ground. But, Sounds like a coffee shop well, to me. He's been well, I tell you what, like I said earlier, there's plenty of swamp in Arkansas. You you've got a lot of lobbyists in Arkansas and a lot of power. You've got the construction companies, you've got the education lobby. You and you've got Walmart and Hendren has been good on abortions from what I've seen. I mean, whenever it comes to social He's issues, been pro-life. Okay. he is pro life. He is pro life and not pro choice. He supports the unborn child mm-hmm. right to live is what he supports. Yeah. So, but when it comes to big government, though, and it comes to funding the DHS, which is too big part of our budget when it comes to shrinking government, when it comes to killing the Arkansas health care exchange, which was started through Obamacare, I think he originally voted against it in 2013, but now he supported it all along. And I believe 
one more thing he supports. He supported the bill, I believe, for the uh, what is it for the uh, hate crimes? Hate crimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's yeah. the I think one he's right the author, author, author of hate crimes. Yeah. So, so he's big government establishment is what he is, and he reaches across the aisle real easy. All right, now here's what Jonell said. All okay. right, <laughs> Seth Mays is listening, and he has sent me uh, the statement, and I got it again. Not once to myself or my predecessor has Jim Hendren ever picked up the phone to express concerns. He gladly received our substantial support over the years, including a mail piece from us last fall in his bid for re-election, where he ran on the Republican ticket a mere three months ago. The Republican Party has plenty of room for differing ideas. In fact, that is what has made us the majority party of Arkansas. Some of the concerns raised by Jim stem from a presidential primary five years Years. ago, which calls into question his motivation now. This is nothing more than an attempt to garner press for a future independent candidacy for governor. Knowing that he cannot compete with the conservative records, and this would be the Republican primary, of Attorney General Leslie Rutledge or Sarah Huckabee Sanders. He, she, he can't, if he got into that primary, he'd finish fifth. She nailed it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he cited in that speech that he gave, he cited Donald Trump. He goes, basically, he's saying that, you know, Republicans are insensitive. They can't reach across the aisle. They can't negotiate. And we cannot let Donald Trump and his people define the Republican Party. So he threw Donald Trump and Donald Trump supporters under the bus. And I don't know if you've looked recently at the percentage of people in Arkansas that voted for Donald Trump. It was about 60% last year. 64 or something like that. 64%. So if... I don't care how he runs. He doesn't have a chance. No, he doesn't. I don't care. Who he, does, he doesn't have a snowball's chance. But if he does <laughs> run, yes, could he take enough votes away from the Republican nominee? No. So you don't I, think I, he I could, don't he think could so. do I don't that? It'd be a primary. No. The he couldn't be a Ross Perot. It would, no. no. It would be a, a small, very small percentage of Republicans. I think that he's playing to the Democrats. All right? Well, That's what I now. think. They have nobody out there on their bench at all to run for governor as far as i can tell yeah we'll see the 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 left-leaning republicans in arkansas are being elected like the governor and his cronies that love obamacare are being elected by getting about 30 percent of the democrat vote and 30 percent of the Republican vote. So they are catering. That's why you see the governor on CNN and see the governor on well, CSNBC. The governor got more than 30% of the Republican vote. Yeah. He got about 70% of the Republican vote. I'm just talking about his supporters as far as the Senate stuff. Yeah. But oh, he is okay. catering. The governor is catering to the Democrat vote right now. Well, they're all, you know, they're, he's playing both sides of the fence. There's no doubt about it. But after the primaries, after the primaries, the people of Arkansas are going to vote for a Republican after the primary. So if anybody. I just wish Republicans would have a closed primary, but that's me. Uh, the The statement from the uh, chairman of the uh, chairwoman of the a state Republican Party is on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. All right, you can go and read it if you want to and see what uh, she had to say. She'll be on my show on Wednesday, and we'll talk about this. So he but, he didn't you know, mention anything about the Arkansas Republican Party of Arkansas. He's just upset with Trump. 
Oh, I it? think that it's pretty obvious he's upset with all Republicans, whether you're in Arkansas or you're in Washington. Is he upset yeah. about the platform, or is he upset what the about someone's that personality? Said, me said he, it was his. He was upset with Trump, and his problem with the Republican Party was their inaction on Trump. But in that article, is, isn't Trump out of office now? Well, he uses the same rhetoric that the Democrats. He said five years ago. From his highest office, from while president, he made disparaging comments against women, and I don't. I don't remember that. He said he made racist comments while president. Show me what those were. So all he, all they're doing is making these accusations that fall to the left what they want, but there's no justification for it. That's I, that's why I'm trying to figure out his motivation for doing he's what he's framing did. himself just like Coca Cola and just like everybody else. He's trying to frame himself as being the compassionate one that's doing what's best for Arkansas and reaching across the aisle and. Republicans are too narrow-minded and don't want to work together with people. (laughs) All right. Let's get Carol. She wants to talk to us. She's out in Roland. Hi, Carol. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, thank you. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to – I don't know how many of you may have seen um, the Roby Brock program uh, Sunday morning, and he had Jim Hendren on. And uh, Jim Hendren was bemoaning or lambasting those horrible voter guides – that tell people how they should vote. And uh, I think he was really aiming that at family council and Jerry Cox because they don't like exposure of their votes. And um, he is really strong on that. I mean, he came out very harshly about it. But anyway, the other thing I wanted to mention was um, the fact that we have our junior senator that we just reelected, um, you know, he failed to come out uh, with Josh Hawley or any others against the certification <clears throat> of a fraudulent election. Um, he wouldn't say it. In fact, he was more than ready to endorse um, Joe Biden. <clears throat> but um, the other thing is that he is a member, or he came out also this two weeks ago, I think, uh, where he got with Mitt Romney and they were endorsing a $15 minimum wage, uh, uh, introducing a bill. The other thing I found out about Tom Cotton is that uh, he belongs to the Global Planner Bilderberger Group, which has been real secretive up to rather recently when there was a man, I think he worked for the Spotlight, um, that used to follow them and find out where they were going to meet. He would go there and expose them. And so they were the world planners. They were the globalists that were going to decide what's going to happen in America and in Arkansas next year or this year. Um, anyway, you don't get to be a member of that unless you're pretty far down the political globalist road. All right. And Carol, I've got to move Tom, on Tom and to get, to get further into the show here. I've been told that it's time for a break, so i got to do that. Just to let you know. I don't buy that there's a small group cabal in the world that's controlling everything. The only person that I know that controls everything is God himself. All right. A break. More coming your way in just a few moments. All right. Somebody uh, sent us a uh, text or a a direct message on my Facebook page, a statement, and and, uh, asking me who will replace Hendren as head of the Senate. Well, he's already been replaced. All right. Uh, Jim Hickey is the head. He's the pro tem. 
just so you'll know. And he's much more uh, conservative than Jim Hendren was. See, this is Jim Hendren's problem. Jim Hendren has nowhere to turn now. I, I mean, I don't even know how many how many years he's got left to to run. I I'm, I'm so confused about <laughs> about take term limits off. and all of that kind of stuff now because they've changed it three times in the last five years. I believe it's you, you got twelve on, four off, and twelve more. Okay, so he's done how many? Three terms he ought to be getting close he should be getting close he's to getting being close. done in the senate he's ready to take four years off the key is what is he trying to do i mean you you look at what people decide yeah, yeah what's the end and game? then what's his end game here what is his end game does he honestly believe <clears throat> that for instance here in arkansas that moderates are going to take over like uh, a, a moderate would be I don't know. BB maybe? He would be looked at mo- be a mm-hmm. moderate. I don't uh, I don't see if BB brand again, I don't see him winning. I really no, don't. No. Because I people would bring out his believers. I believe Republicans. Not that I can tell that much difference between the governor we have now and BB besides ab- abortion. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, I can't tell the difference in the state's budget. Yeah, I hadn't seen Obamacare killed. I haven't seen the DHS budget shrunk any. Well, I'll, I'll, you know, I will yep. say Obamacare ain't going to go anywhere because from the highest levels in the government now, it is basically the rule of, of law is, is the way I see it's it. It's another program. I believe, yeah, it's, it's as, as one great Republican president used to see, to say. The nearest thing to immortality is a government program. We'll, that was Ronald Reagan. We'll ride this bus till it crashes. Yeah, that's the way it The socialism is. is growing so fast that it's going to collapse. So like, isn't that what we need to be listening for, for the candidates for governor? Uh, these Those issues that are well, sure. just yeah. talking about. We want to know that's how are you going to shrink Shrink government. government. Let me read one of our principles from the Republican. I keep them here. What is that? I keep them right here. Uh, Right there. RPA platform. Lower taxes to produce economic growth. Amen. All right. Strong national defense. Power of faith in God. God? That's Mm -hmm. in our principles? Mm -hmm. That's not in the... That's on page one, Dave. That's not in the Democratic principles. (laughs) Uh, The sanctity of life. Uh, that's not in the Democratic principles. Individual response. In fact, they now, several members of them get out and and brag about having uh, abortions and how that was a good thing. Uh, individual responsibility and initiative, individual freedom and liberty secured by a limited government. Boy, we've seen a whole lot of that. All we? right. The belief in private property. Uh, uh, the personal right to own and bear arms, the equal and just enforcement of the law, separate and equal branches of government. That's what I'll be listening for from our can- for our candidates for That's government. That's exactly right. Is what are we going to do about this platform? Yep. How are you going to? How are you going to integrate it into the state? Exactly. That's what. There's we all want to know one way to cut gr- corruption out of government, and that's to cut money out of out, government. Yes. That's the only way to yep. do it. Everybody says we're going to grow government, but we're going to be conservative, grow it, and we're going to take all the crime out, and then it's going to be fair and balanced. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that when you, you grow government. That's exactly right. 
All right. Well, get ready. Uh, just nationally, let me mention one thing. The $1.9 trillion uh, you know, COVID uh, that uh, the Democrats are pushing, and they're going to, to do it in a roundabout way where they don't need any Republican votes, uh, will get underway in post-haste in the House this week. Wednesday, we'll talk to French Hill, and we'll talk to Bruce Westerman about that, hear what they have to say about it. Then it'll go to the, the, the Senate, where they have the tie-breaking vote with the vice president, but they're not going to vote on it that way. They're going to do it the reconciliation way, so they won't even get to vote on it. So bottom line is this. Get ready. It's coming. And they got some stuff mixed into that that is absolutely crazy. Out of time. R.D., thank you. Iverson, thank you. And we're going to get back together and do a show on education from a church perspective. Yes. And, Ed, thanks for getting up early, brother. Anytime. Appreciate it. All right. Take a break. Get ready. I'll be back again tomorrow at 6 a.m.